Your children want a memorable spring break. Here are my favorite five stay-at-home spring break activities that will live on with your children as favorites for months to come. Welcome to Epic Mom Life. I am your host, Kara Peterson. This show is sponsored by The Possum's Tale, a unique book adventure for your 6 to 12-year-old child. Let's jump into today's show. Five stay-at-home spring break activities. Create a magical and memorable spring break for your kids without leaving home. When your children go back to school or when they connect with other kids, one of the first questions they will be asked is, what did you do over spring break? While spring break may cause a crimp in your organization and your schedule, and upsetting everything you've worked so hard to establish this whole school year, the kids look at it like a free-for-all and they are so excited about it. So let's have a plan going in with five activities for spring break if you are staying home. Camping, I know, we said you are staying home. Kids love forts. Older kids love adventure and something a little different. If you have a yard and it is safe and the temperatures allow, pitch a tent in the yard. If not, pitch a tent in the living room. I found a fabulous pop-up tent on Amazon for less than $100 that does not need to be staked. The link for that is in the notes. You could use this again and again for a fabulous fort. The campfire is a must. This is a great DIY project that day that you can include the kids on. Look on Google and enter into your search flameless campfire DIY and you will get a lot of ideas. You have the tent and the fire. Now you need to think of camping food. Let the children plan the menu and prepare it with you. Hot dogs are the norm for camping. I have never liked them though. I would have small bags of Fritos with chili dripped over them with cheese and sour cream because for me that is very yummy. Of course, you have to have s'mores. There are recipes all over Google for s'mores bars, oven s'mores, and even small electric s'mores appliances so you can roast your own marshmallows indoors. Now you will continue the classic tradition of s'mores on your camping trip. The stories. What is a camping trip without the stories? If you are not a storyteller, go to a podcast designed to tell the campfire story. Crazy, right? Campfire story for kids with the Z is designed by kids and tells the classic but creepy tales. Story Story Podcast is the retelling of known and unknown fairy tales. This one gets really high reviews and people love it, both children and adults. Usually the age of the children who tune into this podcast is seven and up in the reviews. The description says it is for three and up. However, the reviews have all indicated that the people who are loving it are seven and up. I always recommend you listen to the story first. For both of those podcasts, the links will be in the notes. I realize that this camping trip takes pre-planning and effort. However, this is something that your children can talk about and look forward to 
and do again and again. The added bonus is that this camping trip can be an at-home spring break activity and you do not have to pull out of the driveway. Number two, garden. Everyone says that gardening is a great activity with the kids. Spring break is a fabulous time to get the family in on the planning of the garden, how it will look, the plants that will go in it, cultivating great soil, this is a big chore, and starting the seeds. Get out the graph paper and design your garden. Where will it go? What will you grow in it? If you are growing peas, for example, where will you put the trellis or whatever they need to climb? How will you water the garden? And are there clear rows in the drawing for walking to water, weed, and cultivate? Talk to other gardeners or your local nursery about the soil in your area. Ours is awful. What do they recommend to prepare good soil? How deep do you need to have good soil go before you get to the regular dirt? We live in an area where the soil has a lot of granite. When preparing the soil, we need to till it at least three feet down and remove all the rocks and place three to four feet of good soil on top. Over spring break, you can start your preparation of the soil. It may involve blending your current soil with poop. Find a local person who has chickens, goats, etc. to fertilize your soil. Again, get the recommendation of your local nursery. Critters. How are you going to keep the bunnies from eating your efforts? Pests. How are you going to keep the caterpillars, grasshoppers, and beetles from stripping the stalks bare? Have a plan. While you are setting up the garden, for example, marigolds give off a smell that many pests do not like, a natural pest deterrent. If you wanted to do a perimeter of marigolds, you would need to calculate that into the space of your garden. Know when your last frost is, or when it is recommended to put starts in the ground. Most plants you are able to put into the ground after they are six weeks old. This time varies, however, just read the seed packet. Finally, the fun begins. Much of the other stuff is not as exciting for children. However, now they get to go to the store and pick out their seeds, plant the seeds in containers to start them. You will want containers that drain, so poke holes in the bottom if using non-porous materials and watch them grow. Number three, bees. Bees are an enormous commitment. I wanted to have bees. I believe in these majestic little creatures for the future of our world. I read up on how to keep them in the beekeeper's handbook. There's a link in the notes. This is a great book. For this at-home spring break activity, your family can learn all about the importance of bees, how to create a happy home for bees, how to raise a healthy beehive, what and what to do with the honey and wax you produce. If you are anything like me and your intentions are great, but you learn that bees are just too large of a commitment right now, you can take a different road. You can go back to how to create a happy environment for bees, but this time, instead of looking at their hives and physical needs, look at what plants bees love. Which of these plants can you grow in your yard? Take the spring break to create a bee palace in your yard with plants that bees will find nourishment from for years. 
Number four, geocaching. Do your children love scavenger hunts? I have loved them my whole life. I still love them. One Valentine's Day, my husband created a scavenger hunt all around our house where one clue led to another one. And at the very end, he had bought two bikes for us as adult bikes to go out on bike rides as a couple. I thought that was very romantic and super cool because it was a scavenger hunt. Geocaching is a type of treasure hunt that can be done in any city around the world. How do you find the map for these treasures? Go to geocaching. Oh, it's geocaching.com slash play and sign up. You can sign up for free. This does not give you access to all of the hunts, but let me give you an example of what it does give you access to. There are 2,010 in or around Prescott, Arizona. That's where I live. So that's 2,010 geocaches that are hidden in my local area. With a free account, I am able to access 1,385 of the 2,010 geocache, geocaches. That is a lot that you can get for free. As a tip, make sure you enter your home location and zip code in the settings. Before I did this, I was getting geocaches that were placed by people in Arizona, not in Arizona. So some of these hunts were 7,000 plus miles away. The easiest way to look for caches is to have the official geocaching app loaded onto your phone. This will guide you to the cache. When you are within 30 feet of it, a chime goes off. Then the hunting begins. Caches cannot be buried, but they can be under a couple of rocks so that they can only be visible from one angle. I have found a cache in an old film roll. If you don't know what those look like, the 35 millimeter film rolls are only like two inches high and they're only about an, I think an inch maybe in diameter. And that was in a tree. Rules to geocaching. Take a pen with you. There will be a log. This is where you write the name of your group and the date you found the cache. You will see many other people who have found that cache as well. If you take what is in it, because oftentimes people leave a treasure inside it, you must have come with a treasure to put back. That way everybody gets a treasure when they visit it. You also must put the cache back in the same way you found it, so others have as much difficulty, ease, or fun finding it. Every single one of these caches are rated on the app to say if they're easy, difficult, or in the middle. Geocaching is a fun activity you can do with the kids, no matter how old, anytime, anywhere, because you're all just hiking or walking around. If you're looking for fun, stay-at-home activities this spring break, geocaching is a favorite. There is probably a geocache located near your local grocery store. And the added benefit of this activity is you have to do very little to prepare for it. Number four, fun fight. Kids love play. They also love messes. I have two fun fights for you to have with your family to inspire lots of giggles shaving cream war. It is fun to aim and shoot when fighting against family and friends. Silly string is a classic, but have you tried shaving cream? It is much messier. People have to get in close to make sure their shot lands. 
If you get the Gillette 12 pack, the link is in the notes, it is about the same cost of the cheaper Silly String, which is also in the notes, except the Silly String is three ounces while the shaving cream is 11 ounces. If you can do this outdoors in a grassy area and then hose everyone down, that is ideal, which is why I'm giving you the second fun fight. This was our standby. If you are buying the big marshmallows for that fabulous camp in night out anyway, buy an extra bag or two for a marshmallow fight. Each person gets the same amount of ammunition to start with, those big, lovely, soft marshmallows. Find your positions or spots to hide, then begin. My boys would ambush their dad when he came home off of a trip early enough in the day. They loved this. The best thing about the marshmallow fights is that they are really easy to clean up. And if you happen to have a dog, if you miss one or two in the cleanup, you usually don't have to worry about ants and the sweetness of the marshmallow because the dogs will just eat them right up. I've never found a marshmallow later. It is also hard to throw the marshmallow hard enough for it to hurt, making them the safest play fight ammunition I have been able to come up with. Your children want a memorable spring break. Here are my favorite five stay-at-home spring break activities that will live on with your children as favorites for months to come. I would love to hear what you do to create magical seeming events at home. The movie quote for this week, there is no charge for awesomeness. Poe in Kung Fu Panda. If you are hearing this message, you've listened to the entire episode. And for that, I want to send you a huge thank you. Please leave me a comment or review and share with other moms you know. Get in touch in the comments or on Kara's social media networks. See you next week for a new episode.